Welcome to the heart of show business. I am your host, Alexia Melocchi. I believe in great storytelling and that every successful artist has a deep desire to express something from the heart to create a ripple effect in our society. Emotion and entertainment are closely tied together. My guests and I want to give you insider access to how the film, television, and music industry works. We will cover dreams come true, the road less travel, journey beginnings, and a lot of insight and inspiration in between. I am a successful film and television entrepreneur who came to America as a teenager to pursue my show business dreams. Are you ready for some unfiltered real talk with entertainment visionaries from all over the world? Then let's roll sound and action. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Heart of Show Business, Season 2. First of all, I like to say to everyone, Happy New Year. 2020 has been a very challenging year for everyone. Let's actually call it what it is. It was a shit show for most of us. But I'm hopeful because from the bottom, the only way to go is up. I know I'm very grateful, though. I would have to say the biggest lesson is how resilient our souls are. More than ever, I feel people are searching for meaning and are getting clearer on what their true calling is. And because we're all going through similar challenges, there is even deeper thirst to connect with like-minded souls and to celebrate all the people we are already sharing our daily lives with. I've learned so much in 2020 about branding and marketing and communicating through content creation that has impact and serves a community. And I look forward to sharing my knowledge with all of you through this podcast and to also to continue to bring you inspirational guests from all areas of show business. As I look back into how it all started, I am beyond thankful for the five-star reviews I've received so far. I read all your wonderful comments and I'm humbled that my real conversations gave you a small dose of feel-good energy to get you through the day and motivate you to go after your dreams. To be honest, being a podcaster was not even on my radar, but I know that after having been a speaker at so many film and television festivals and conventions, and with hundreds of hours spent personally consulting filmmakers, artists, writers, authors, producers, and brands, what has always made me happy was the moment I shined the light to possibilities And I gave that extra need of fuel with actionable tips to artists and solopreneurs who had a vision and a dream, but were not quite sure that the voice would get heard. On my birthday, April 21, I launched this podcast. I just went on all guns blazing with my first guest, but I never really introduced myself properly to my listeners. So in this episode, I will tell you a little bit about me. First and foremost, I have been in show business for 25 years, basically dating back to the days of blockbuster stores and VHS tapes. For some of you who were born after the new millennium, these are the equivalent of a cassette tape. But for movies, also in the days of VHS tapes, what was considered a hit movie or a hit show had three things, a naked girl in the shower, car exploding, and lots of guns. 
Fast forward to today, 21 movies and documentaries later that I have been a producer on or an executive producer. And after having been part directly or indirectly for the financing and distribution process of blockbuster hits and Oscar winners like Terminator, Rambo, Basic Instinct, La La Land, Twilight, Platoon, Life is Beautiful, Cinema Paradiso, The Wedding Planner, and so many more, I can certainly say I consider myself an oldie, but a goodie. I have navigated the independent filmmaking world since I was basically 19 years old, right after high school. When I first was asked to work as a translator for an Italian distributor through a family friend, I got to jump on a plane as a teenager and attend the famous International Camp Film Festival in the French Riviera. I was a secretary slash interpreter of some sorts and saw incredible movies, attended amazing red carpet events, and witnessed millions of dollars in transactions being made all in the name of a good story. You can imagine the excitement of a young girl hailing from Italy who had one unique asset at the time, which was her ability to speak five languages fluently and a big passion for all things movies and entertainment as well as a worldly outlook for business. What a process that was for me. I guess when you put something out into the universe, you never know what comes back at you and in what way. I remember when I was 14 years old, I wrote in my diary in Milan, Italy, that my biggest dream was to go to America and to live there forever. Little did I know that I would end up at the age of 16 actually moving to the United States and Los Angeles, the capital of the entertainment business. And I had never seen the city, by the way. I basically grew up watching Happy Days and Dynasty and Dallas and Chips. And this is all I knew about America. Mansions, palm trees, banana split Sundays, millionaires, school dances, rock and roll, and handsome cops in bikes. The main thing for me was, though, that I loved going to the movies, and I loved watching TV. I felt that this was the best escapism, and it was literally to immerse myself in words I had never seen before. And for example, one of the things I always dreamed about was to go to prom and to go to an American high school and to be wearing a cap and gown when getting a diploma. This is something I had seen in happy days. And look at me now. I lived it and I've lived my dream. I made my first million dollars by the age of 21 because after I had a short stint as a translator for the movie business for an Italian distributor who bought American movies, I ended up being asked by other international distributors to represent them as their LA person of trust. So my job was really to go scout for good films for them to buy and to release in international countries. What a dream job that was, right? And on top of it, because I was representing what they say, the money in Hollywood, all the doors were wide open to me, all of them. It was incredible. And by by the age of 22, 
I ended up having my own international sales company with my mom, who's my still my business partner today. She is a badass female, super smart, amazing background, went to finishing school in England, work with the best of the best, work with finance, with oil business, you name it. And, you know, she was consulting at Universal for um, various film funds. And so it was a normal thing that her and I would join forces. And we had our own company. It was called Axelia International Pictures. And since we knew all the people who were buying the movies overseas, we ended up getting approached by so many producers. It was like, hey, you have the way to get our films seen and appreciated around the world. We want to be in business with you. So we sold 25 movies around the world to profit, probably more than 25 by now. And then as the years went by, we ended up having little studio films in the year 2000 because we wanted to do so much more than buying and selling films, right? In those days when we were selling movies, if we were making a profit on a film it was because the movie was great, not because of our hard work. And then if the movies were not selling, we were just doing a bad job, not that the movie did not come out at it was originally created as. So we wanted to be the ones who discover something from the beginning. We wanted to discover the talent, to be part of the process of a film or television project from its inception to when it reaches the people. And here we are today. But the reason I'm telling you this story is because nothing came handed down to me. I worked hard at it. I made money. I lost money. I spent time in films that never saw the light of day. I was betrayed. I got rejected. I doubted myself and I lost my way a few times, but I never lost the spark, the hunger, the reason for it all. I adapted and I reinvented myself and I constantly worked on keeping my mind alert and my spirit fueled by wisdom and my heart fueled by passion. I believe that talent takes you places, but mindset takes you everywhere. And what I do know that I had since a little kid was this hunger, this drive to literally create conscious content and to be part of this incredibly creative community that was defining new words because artists, visionaries are the ones who are basically portraying what society is about. And they're also setting the standards of what society could look like in the future. When the pandemic hit in March 2020, I had to do a lot of soul searching. I was losing my mind, to be honest. We were all locked down. I had three movie projects that they were ready to go, went belly up, a TV show that was at the gate that was put on hold, and all my clients were hurting as there was no way for me to sell their scripts or find the money to make their movies or shows or to even promote their talent because, hey, you know, they couldn't even travel here. So, you know, I was very successful in what I was doing. My mom and I, being citizens of the world, loved crossing borders and cultures to represent a lot of international filmmakers and businesses because we love to champion all these fresh voices potential trendsetters, trailblazers, game changers. 
I got to meet so many of them on my journey by going to all the film festivals and conventions and traveling around the world and meeting people when we were casting projects or financing projects for our clients. So I wanted to be the bridge between Hollywood and the world and vice versa. And all that stopped. There was no travel. The Cannes Film Festival got canceled. And I said, what can I do? How can I expand my reach? How can I share my gifts with the world so that those that have a passion for all things Hollywood and entertainment, people who want to be artists, creators, media moguls, or people who actually respect and love the world of film and television because it makes them feel good or it gives them great memories. They want to hear those journeys of success directly from the mouths of those who did it. And that's why I created the heart of show business. It was a way for me to inspire, uplift, and educate. And actually, I didn't even know how I was going to do it. But I knew that my first priority was, I'm going to start bringing on people that I know, that I've encountered in my journey, that I respect and admire, and bring them on to talk about their journey, their career, how they made it, share insider information and behind-the-scenes stories and why they love doing what they do so much. And with that, share their knowledge. One of the things that I had, as did my mother, my amazing business partner, was an extensive network. As they say, I have a very big, fat Rolodex. Even though nobody uses Rolodexes anymore, it's called an address book on an iPhone. But that's what I had. I could access anybody because I met so many people in my life from every walk of life. And I do know that we artists or we patrons of the art, we tend to connect on so many levels, even when we're not working with one another. So I started making those calls and I started bringing on guests, which I hope you had enjoyed so far. And yeah, so you know, we entered this 2021 and here we are. I wanted to give a shout out to all the people that listened, the people that shared my podcast, the people that reviewed it. It's a five-star podcast. I am so humbled and honored to be able to share all this with you. Thank you all for sitting with me and with the amazing human beings that I brought on and hearing about their process and what makes their line of work contribute to creativity, something that they're passionate about. And hopefully that will continue to inspire you. This year is going to be a little different. I'm going to be doing a little bit of a mix of continuing to bring guests. I can't wait for my next January guest. I have a badass producer, female, who just released an inspirational film with Ludacris. And a talented actor, and gorgeous too, who is one of Taylor Perry's most successful series, The Haves and The Haves Not. But I also want to come on and do some solo episodes. I feel that I have a lot to share and I would like to be able to educate you in short little wisdom snack packs, as I call them, to give you clarity, insider knowledge, and potentially answer some of those burning questions that you may have as my listeners as to what it takes to succeed in Hollywood and beyond. Everything that we decide to do starts with an idea, and ideas can travel, and they have longevity. But ultimately, there's a lot of work that comes after the idea 
of being somebody or doing something. So I want to hear from my listeners. I have hacks. I can give you the tricks of the trade. My brain is available and open for squeezing. I was told that I'm meant to do more than just produce and be on set with like-minded people. I was told that I have so much knowledge and a global view of the entertainment industry that people would love to hear what you don't get to see on Access Hollywood or read on Variety, you know, because it is an international business. And I mean, there's so much that goes between content creation and branding, knowing who your audience is, knowing all the tools that you need to get from A to B, you know, stuff that you do not learn in film school or you do not learn in books. I will be writing a book, though, and I will give you unprecedented insights on the convergence between business, creativity, and that famous mindset X factor. That's coming out in the spring, and it will really tell you everything you need to know about show business. But for now, I'm just going to be podcasting, and I'm going to be bringing in my wisdom stack packs to you with this little short podcast. This is what I wanted to say, as I hope you will get back to also to season one, because if you haven't listened to me before, you should play, if you're so inclined, some episodes featuring the past guests that I've had. I've had some amazing people come on my show. I got to sit down with director Jay Russell, who did Ladder 49 with Joaquin Phoenix and John Travolta. Joaquin Phoenix, in his early days as an actor, who, as you know, won the Oscar for the Joker, and he spoke about what it was like, his work ethic from the start as an actor on set. And, you know, learning the journey of what a director truly does and the challenges that they have when they're on set. I got to interview Fernando Allende, a Latin singer and acting legend from Mexico and the star of Mexican Dynasties on Bravo. And he brought a lot of flavor to my show, which was really great. And also, he kind of infected me a little bit with his zest for life and his enthusiasm that I think is so contagious, not to mention the stories of meeting people like John Woodward or being in like soap operas back in the 80s. And I felt that episode is a must listen. I had a great chat also with Charles and Vlas Parlaplanidis, my fellow Greeks, who are the writers and executive producers of Blood of Zeus on Netflix, the very first anime show on Netflix that is hugely successful. They told me so much about just going after your dreams. You know, they gave up very, very successful careers in finance, and they decided to just become writers. And they have so much passion. And they spoke about what it takes to be a writer, how to be humble, And how many time writers, you know, they do a lot of thinking before they just start typing away their great storytelling, but it's all for a reason. And it was so wonderful to get to know that process and also the spirit of camaraderie and never really truly feeling like you're competitive because you're here to create and to paint new worlds. I also had on a friend of mine who was a production designer for Magic City, that amazing show, with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, which was, I believe, aired on Stars, The show, I absolutely loved it. And he told me about his career as an architect and then how he went into becoming a production designer and designing the Fountain Blur in Miami, replicating it 
completely to the dot in order to fit the era. I got to talk with an amazing Scottish actor, Greg McKinley, who was Percival in King Arthur, directed by Guy Ritchie. He told me what it was like to do his first commercial with soccer star Debbie Beckham. I also had an incredible chat with French director Pitof Komar. He talked about working with Halle Berry on Catwoman, the very first female superhero that also happened to be African-American before Black Panther, which was way earlier, and before Wonder Woman. And that was an incredible story. I spoke to singers like Athena Andriades, who decided to stay true to herself and not sell out to a record deal, but actually produce her own work, do her own songwriting. And she told me about her new album as it came out after she became a mom. We spoke with, oh my goodness, that was a good one, with Don Most, aka Ralph in Happy Days. So that was kind of bizarre, given the Happy Days was one of the reasons why I wanted to move to America. And now I actually get to interview one of its OG original stars. That was such an incredible conversation. And of course, my good dear friend Maeve Quinlan, actress from The Bold and the Beautiful. And also, by the way, she starred in the very first movie I produced called The Drone Virus. Go check it out. It's actually a really good medical thriller that you would so enjoy. I think it's still available on iTunes and Amazon, The Drone Virus with Maeve Quinlan and Billy Wears. And we spoke about what it's like to be a female in Hollywood, ageism, embracing our bodies, having true friends in the business. What is so important, which is being true to who we are and calling our own shots. You do not have to pretend that you're younger. You can still continue to thrive and create no matter your age. Look at me. I love my guest. I like to be able to thank all of them, but I'm just going to leave it up to you to choose what you want to listen to and let me know who you want me to bring on to my show next. And with that said, there is a lot to be looking forward in 2021. I believe this is going to be a renaissance of the film business and creativity overall. I know a lot of us have been staying home, watching streamers, Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, HBO Max, Amazon, all those streamers are creating amazing content and hats off to them. I binged on so many good shows, movies, series myself. I could start a list. Maybe I will in the next episode. But ultimately, art is a collective experience, especially the moving image. And I really look forward to the time where all of us will return to the movie theaters where we get to experience incredible storytelling from big action movies to the small quality character-driven pieces, human stories that are going to connect us. And I can't wait for the time we're going to be able to discuss with our friends, go to dinner afterwards, talk about how those images, those moments, those stories moved us and how they stay with us. Because I feel that whenever we're watching a film, or a TV show, that somehow reminds us of what our life looks like, or what our life could look like, or what our life used to like. We feel connected to it, and that's ultimately why certain people remember certain movies that are almost like defining chapters for their lives. It's not really about the movie per se. It's the scenes 
the moments that are in it that we can relate to. Come on, what are your favorite quotes in movies? I can think of so many. Right now, as I'm thinking about the holiday, for example, I remember the moment with Kate Winslet was told, why do you want to be the friend and not be the leading lady into your own life? I believe we're all leading actors and leading actresses or leading ladies and leading gentlemen in this thing called life. We can choose the role we play. We can choose whether we are the good guy, the bad guy, the sidekick. What are you going to be in 2021? Everything that jumps out and stays memorable with us, that is show business, my friends. The work and contribution of many by the vision of one. What are your favorite movies? What are your favorite shows? What stayed with you in moments where you needed guidance, inspiration? Maybe you just needed to know that you were not alone. I'd love to hear from you. Listen, I'm not a coach. I'm a practical educator. That's what I like to call myself, a practical educator, consultant, and champion of storytelling and film entertainment. And I have my own three rules for life, which help me stay successful, stay grounded, and stay on track with my goals and dreams. And I will talk about those rules in my next episodes. Not actually really rules. They're more like standards and guidelines, but they feel like rules to me although rules are meant to be broken and I try not to personally. And I hope that's something that is going to help you as I discuss it in the coming episodes. Whether you want to be in Hollywood or just want to do a deep dive into your professional aspirations, this show is going to help you with your life. And if you like to get to know me better, you want to explore how you and I can work together to fast track your show business career. Maybe you want to get to know more about how Hollywood truly works. Or maybe you need to level up your game, but I'm not sure how to go about it. Or you need someone to bounce ideas off or tell you what's really going on behind the scenes. I'm here for you. All you have to do is DM me. And I look forward to hearing from you. And thank you for listening. After all, what is confidence? It's just a belief that we can figure all this out. I am confident in 2021 and i'm confident in the human race and with that my friends i leave you and i wish you an incredible happy joyous healthy most of all prosperous full of ideas and goals and dreams realized 2021 thank you for listening Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Heart of Show Business. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend. You can also subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at theheartofshowbusiness.com.